All right, everybody, welcome to episode number four with Temporary Vices with Mr. Xavier Contreras, guys. Um, just a little bit about Temporary Vices. Temporary Vices is a local clothing brand created by Mr. Xavier Contreras himself. Um, soon after his first release of clothing design that he made for the community, he became more interested in the design of his artwork. And as he pursued um, his designing and clothing, he saw that a lot of the community was very impressed by it. And now he has his own form of art into his designing of clothing. And so guys, my name is Isaac Hernandez. I'm your host for the El Paso Creators podcast show. You know, this show is gonna feature a bunch of local artists, musicians, photographers, filmmakers, anybody creative, local creative businesses, uh, painters behind the lyric series, um, all this happening every Thursday at seven. Um, anybody's welcome to be in the show. Uh, just send us a message on Instagram, we'll get back to you. Um, the show goes up on YouTube and also on Zoom. And soon gonna be available on our podcast on Anchor and Spotify. And yeah, guys, so for episode number four today, Mr. Xavier Contreras from Temporary Vices. Xavier, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody, you know, what your brand is about, a little bit more about you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so pretty much uh, I started this brand. It pretty much came out of nowhere, honestly. Like, it was just something that we decided to start up. Um, it was me and my a group of friends, we were just, uh, we were at Top Golf, I believe, actually, when all this happened. We, we went over to the terrace and we were all like, hey, why don't we just start a calling line, you know? And at first it was just a joke, you know, we, we weren't really, like, too serious about it. And then we made the first design. I remember back then, like, I was into it, but not really too much. You know, I didn't know anything about Photoshop. I didn't know anything about, like, filmmaking or anything of the sorts. And then all of a sudden, yeah, we, we dropped our first design. I remember making it um, during our lunches because the only access I had to Photoshop back then was through the school. So through the school, I went in my lunch and to the computer lab, and I just started designing something. And we came up with our very first shirt and we got, got a lot of good feedback from it. Like a lot of people were asking where I got it from. I was like, oh, I made it. And they're like, oh, where can I get one? Yeah. So then I was just like, oh man, you know, this is, this is pretty cool. <laughs> so we dropped those. And after a while, like we, we stopped, like we, we dropped the first one and then we stopped because we just didn't know how to run it at all. We just had no idea what to do or uh, how to proceed. But we just started creating more and more. I, I became a little bit more familiar with Photoshop, the Adobe products. And from there, we're currently where we are now. You know, we, I am, I'm able to express my form of art and um, put that out into the world in my designs. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I was going to ask you because um, you said, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard to see where you're going, especially owning a type of creative business that you own. Um, you know, what do you think is pretty much the most important thing about brand management? How do you maintain running this brand? Uh, pretty much as long as you have self-control, you know, that I feel like that's the best part of it. Um, being able to know your limits and being able to know exactly what you're able to do and what you can't do. That'll give you a better idea of starting up a business plan in terms of, you know, in terms of actual business. But another thing is that you have to have the passion for it. Yeah. You can't just be doing something just mediocre and that's pretty much the way i was raised you know with everything that i do not only you know just my designs i try to implement that into my job my everyday life just doing the best that i can um and just inputting any sort of passion that i have for anything into my products right and i always tell people i'm like you know being passionate about what you're doing that's the best thing you know it's not a job it's what you're doing what you love you know exactly um, but then again you know with the whole COVID situation that happened, you know, how are you maintaining your craft during this whole pandemic? You know, how are you adjusting to it? Um, what a, what adaptations have you done? Yeah, no, it's definitely a little bit tougher. Um, I feel like with this pandemic now, um, I feel like I have a little bit more time to work on my designs actually. 
because the way that I used to be before is sometimes I would start working on something, I would get a random ID and I just hop on the computer, start making it. And now that, you know, we're pretty much caged in, we can't really do much yeah. other than stay inside. So I spend most of my time either at work and right after I get off of work, I start designing something right away, something new. So overall, we have like hundreds of designs that I've made. I just decide which ones to take out every so often. <laughs> yeah. And so any role models that you've had in the art industry or anybody that you've always looked up to that inspired you to make this um, brand? Yeah, definitely. So there's pretty much a lot of role models that I've had throughout my life. Um, pretty much one of the main ones would have to go. It's a little bit controversial, but I love, I absolutely love Kanye West, you know? Yeah. He, <laughs> he Not only with his music, because no two albums are the same with Kanye, you know, he, he does something different every time, but also the way that he was able to build an empire with clothing, even when he was doubted. So yeah. he's definitely one of my biggest role models, you know, another, other people, other designers, such as, um, Karen Preston, you know, we have uh, Francesco Ragazzi, uh, all these people that make modern clothing as well. I feel like they, they heavily inspired a lot of my work. So where do, where do these ideas come from when you design a shirt? Um, how do you go throughout your creative process of, hey, this is an idea I have, let's make it happen? Oh, you know, that's the crazy part. Uh, I actually, you know, sometimes I get designs just out of nowhere. Sometimes I could just be watching TV or like, I could be asleep and whatever the case may be, I dream up of the design or I just think of something that, you know, might look cool, but that, that's the tough part. They all come from my head. There's nothing physical that I can do about it. So I have to implement it the best way that I can. So it's not always, it's not always the way I envision it, but I, I just work on it to the best of my ability to, right. to make designs that I make. <laughs> and I guess that answers the question, that question I was going to have for you too, is, you know, what type of other things do you do to perfect your craft? I know making a clothing brand, you always got to see, you know, the type of material you make and, you know, make oh, sure yeah. the design's perfect and all that. Any other things that you try to see as perfecting your craft that you always try to get better at? Oh, every, every day, every day. I try to make something different. Um, so recently we, um, it's a lot of constructive criticism I feel that I take into account. Um, you know, I have my friends, the people around me that buy the shirts. I ask them, I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And that's pretty much the way I, the way I get around. Because at the moment, we don't really have a team. You know, it's just pretty much myself working on this. So I want to get that feedback from other people. And that's pretty much how I process it. Um, it. It's a lot about perfecting, as you mentioned. But it's also a lot about experimenting as well. Right. Yeah. And I mean, you know, anything in creativity, that's what I always tell people. Like, there's really no limitation to when you're out there creating, you know, there's no, there's no boundaries. You could just do the impossible. And I like the whole um, shirt that you and Luis uh, collaborated in with the, the dare to imagine. Why don't you dare go ahead and talk a little bit more about that, the idea behind all that. Yeah. So pretty much I met Luis uh, at work. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I used to work with him. Um, and, you know, one day my boss just randomly got up and said, Hey, you know, he has a clothing line in case anybody's yeah. interested in buying. And I'm like, well, what? <laughs> and then Luis stands up, he's like, who has a clothing line? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he's all like, hey, yo, bro, you might do this photography. And we got together a little bit after that. We started talking a little bit more. And that's when we came up with the idea behind Dare to Imagine, you know, just daring to push those boundaries, such as he does with his photography. Right. He pushes those boundaries. He makes something new and, you know, creative. <laughs> so that's what the whole purpose behind that was, you know, not only to push out merchandise for himself, but also input a message. Just of, try to see what you could come up with, yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so when you, when you got started, what resources did you have? You know, what did you, how did you get creative with the things that you had at the moment? 
So at the point in time where we got started, we had nothing. We had no idea of how to start, where we would even go. So I started doing a little bit more research. You know, you can pretty much find anything, um, any sort of manufacturers I was able to look up. And we got in touch with this manufacturer that actually works downtown and they've been with us for the past few years that we've been running. And, you know, the, the quality is amazing. Uh, they go ahead and push out the designs quickly whenever we ask for them. Um, it's just pretty much finding resources, just networking, being able to know new people and being able to find out how you could pretty much continue building from there. Right. Networking, networking is a big thing, you know, exactly. to grow your business. Um, so what are, what are some, I guess, strategies you use to make sure that what you make is really out there and you really catch the attention or you really get people to look at your thing and say, wow, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that, that's the toughest part of doing this, actually, because I have no sort of education with um, Adobe systems at all. So pretty much I had to learn myself. Um, I had to pretty much play around with it, trying to figure out exactly how I can maneuver and manipulate things to be the way that I see them. Because that's the hardest part. You know, you think of the design and the way that I am personally, I'm personally a perfectionist. And unfortunately in the creative world, being a perfectionist is a little bit of an underhand um, because you want things to be a certain way, yet it's so hard to make it that way. Um, you know, there's things that are abstract that, you know, things that like emotions, that's another thing actually. Um, a lot of my pieces of work, they are based off of what my emotions that I'm feeling at the time that I'm designing it. So emotions, it's an abstract, something abstract. You know, you can't really put your finger on it or you can't really imagine it. But with art, I feel like that's the closest thing that you can get to that. You know, being able to express yourself, being able to understand what you're doing and what you want to put out to the world as a message. Um, I feel like that's the best part. <laughs> right. It's a tough challenge. Yeah, no, it's, it's a tough challenge. But... Oh, go ahead. I told um, some photographer about that too. It's just like whenever you take a photo, it's a memory you capture that's going to go up for generations, generations, you know, your grandchildren, your other grandchildren. And, you know, it's just a form of art that you create is just very unique because it comes out straight from your mind, you know, and nobody else is in exactly. it. your idea. It's your imagination. So that's why I really like that. I dare to imagine um, thing that you guys did. Cause I was like, that has a pretty strong meaning, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It, it's a simple phrase, you know, just three simple words, but it has a lot behind it. <laughs> right. I mean, of course, you know, when you talked about perfecting your craft, um, Another thing I was thinking was, well, what were some of the mistakes, I guess, that you've made that you've learned from? Oh, we, we go through mistakes every day. You know, um, pretty much we, we've been experimenting with new clothing, with new material as well. Um, trying to figure out exactly what works best, what would go ahead and, you know, not only be a good budget, but also be good in the quality of it. So we, that's our main priority, making sure that our quality is the best that we could find. But at the same time, we have to pretty much maneuver around it and figure out exactly, you know, negotiations, deals. And that's the tough part. And sometimes we mess up. You know, I'm not going to lie. We, at one point, we did go ahead and have a product that I wanted to push out. But since I, I felt the material and the, the, like, actual design felt as if you could, like, peel it off. So I was just like, no, nah, we're, we're not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a lot of mistakes that, you know, it's a lot of... Um, going through the processes of it, you know, failure, but you learn from that failure. You learn from the mistakes. So that way you don't do them again in the future. <laughs> right. Right. And then I, one thing that I learned actually today was pretty interesting was in any type of, I guess, business that you do, whether it's creative or a business that's huge, you know, um, mm -hmm. not necessarily about the, the money of it, the money's there, but it's also about the process of it, you know, got to enjoy the game of the process, you know, 
Exactly. And I think that's what really grows any business that anybody does is just growing, going through the process and loving the game of it, you know? Um, was there any, ever any critical points, I guess, in your life that were tough decisions for you to make, any sacrifices you had to make? Oh, definitely. You know, there's always opportunity costs. Um, it, whenever I started this up, I didn't really plan for it to get as big as it currently is, honestly. And at certain points in time, we decided to stop just completely. As I mentioned earlier, we, for a point in time, we just stopped because, you know, life comes around for everybody, honestly. Yeah. Uh, you know, this pandemic started, you know, people currently are losing their jobs. There's a lot of things that, um, you know, there's a lot of obstacles and going through them sometimes can be a little bit tough. It's just a little bit of progression, you know, making sure that you're persistent, making sure that you know what you want. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the only way to get through. You know, there, there will always be that opportunity cost, not knowing what you're giving up. But as long as you have no sort of regrets of your past, you know that this is the path that you want to take, then, you know, it just puts itself together. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, just being like, like you said, passionate, consistent, um, loving the process of it. Is there any key characteristics that you probably see in yourself that is very critical for you to be able to achieve and be successful in the path that you're taking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, one of the biggest things about me, like I mentioned, uh, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. I have to make sure that everything is the way that I want it to be. Because um, at some point in time, like I mentioned, I have a lot of designs. You know, I, I design like at least two or three a week, honestly. But um, the way that I decide to implement them is that I, I let them pretty much make sure that they're good, making sure that I like them. And it's not just something at that point in time. And that the, the main aspect behind that is that you got to be patient. You can't just think that things are going to happen right away. You have to make sure that everything is good to go. It's um, the marketing's there, the design's there, the people are ready for it. You got to make sure that all those processes are done before you can continue with the final product. And patience is something that I, I, I honestly do have a lot of patience. Yeah. And I feel like that's the best attribute that I've had so far. Yeah, and I've always learned, you know, patience is a virtue, you know, exactly. a lot of people, they, they give up because it might be just they, they're not patient enough or things like that. Um, but, you know, what what's really helped you a lot get through these tough times? Well, through these tough times, you know, um, I feel like you currently, you know, I feel like the world is currently um, diverging in a way. Uh, I feel like the people have to be more in touch with each other, be more, you know, more of a unit, be more in unity rather than pushing each other away. And that's something that I personally do. You know, I keep my close friends, I keep my circle around me, you know, close. We make sure to have each other's backs. And they've had my back through it all. You know, they, they're always supporting me. They're always like, yeah, that one's cool. Let's do it. Drop it. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so just having that support system, I feel, is one of the greatest things that, that keeps me moving forward. Right, yeah, because it is tough. Um, you know, seeing your name in the background, Temporary Vices, is there a meaning behind Temporary Vices or why you chose that name? You know, that's actually a question that I get asked a lot. Like, what, what is Temporary Vices? Why, yeah. why did you do that? And honestly, like, at that point in time that we decided to start making this, the name was the hardest part to think about. We, being able to find something unique, something intriguing, and being able to, to know how to push it out, as well as it correlating with what products you're doing. That was probably the toughest part. So whenever I created Temporary Vices, I was thinking of what sort of designs will be making. A lot of our designs are streetwear, you know, um, uh, mixed with a little bit of high fashion wear. It's just implementing both designs together and it's like a a healthy balance pretty much. So Vices, Vices, the the definition of Vices would go ahead and be just bad stuff, you know, things that you, you know, addictions, um, 
just bad things pretty much but yeah. the, that that would wouldn't be the the aspect that i would consider the streetwear and then the temporary part you know it's letting you know that you're aware of the things that you're doing but at the same time you know that you can stop them at any time you know right. and that part would going to be the high fashion part the high fashion aspect so it's temporary but it's still a vice <laughs> yeah i like that i like that idea i like the whole concept of it um is there any designs or anything that you know was always your favorite ones that you've made or some of the toughest ones that you made yeah the toughest one would definitely have to go ahead and be the ghost one we took a total of three months to finalize that so i had the idea sometime back in march i believe or so and at first it was just like a crazy idea because um one of my friends he's actually a, was a local artist a local singer his name was miles angel and he had a song called ghost flower so he um during that month i went ahead and asked him i was like hey you still doing music like what's going on you know because yeah. i hadn't seen him being too active and he's all like, yeah, no, you know, I, I just had a kid, you know, I can't really be making music right now. And I think it's just honestly done, but I want to make something to go, you know, something a little bit uh, to let people know that I'm leaving. You know, I'm like, oh, well, that, that's cool. Like, do you think we could go ahead and like make a design for that? You think we could like push something out of that? And he's like, yeah, go for it. You know, whatever you can think about, go for it. And that's when I started, you know, brainstorming, trying to figure out exactly what I could do. So I took the literal word and I made it into a design, you know, ghost flower. It's an, a ghost. And we just put a bunch of flowers under it and made it into a magazine cover, you know, something a little bit different, something that um, you don't really see too often. Yeah. And the process of it, man, it was crazy. <laughs> that's what started off. Yeah. You could just get like whatever, like, for example, you said ghost and you just make something out of that. Yeah. <laughs> anything, anything about anything. Oh, it happened out of nowhere. So my best friend, he was actually the co-owner of Temporary Vices. And one day he just called me out of nowhere. I was just here watching TV and he calls me. He's like, hey, I'm on the way. And I'm like, what? Like, what's going on? And he's like, I don't know. Like, I just wanted to hang out. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I, I told him the idea of it and what I wanted to, to do with it. He's like, oh, that's cool. Let's start it right now. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, what are you doing right now? So we just went to Walmart real quick. We, we got a sheet, a white sheet, and we put it over him just as a test. And, you know, we started taking some pictures. We're like, yeah, this could definitely be something cool. And then the next week, I believe, is when we got together, we found a spot that we wanted to use. It was this abandoned country club over by uh, Santa Teresa. Yeah. And, and we painted his eyes black, and, and we put the robe on him, and we bought the flowers. We went, we took the shot, we took a little video of the process of it. And from there, that's when I started thinking of what this, is this design going to be? We have the picture. What can I do with it? And, you know, I was just in the house. I was, again, it, it, these ideas come out of nowhere. My mom um, actually just, she gets a mail um, with magazines like GQ, uh, Fashion Nova, you know, you get all these other magazines. And I saw them just laying there because she doesn't really read them. She's it's just like spam <laughs> that she receives. Yeah. And I saw it and I was like, wait, what if I do something like that with the, the, the picture that we have? So that's when I started working on it. It took a while for me to perfect it. Um, you know, the, the slogans, the catch lines that were at the front, those were the toughest to do, I feel, because we didn't know what, what sort of theme we wanted to pursue with it. And it all started turning out. I finished the design. I released it to the world. And I got with Leva, actually. And I texted him about the design. I told him I have a script. I, I know what I want to do. What do you think? And he helped me out a lot. You know, the way that Leva works, he sees something and he adds his own little twist to it. And I yeah, like that a lot. I noticed that. I yeah. like that a lot. Yeah. And he, he gave me a lot of design, like not designs, but like ideas how we could film it, how we could do it. And we got together for we had two days to film it all. 
it was a four minute video and we finished it all in those two days within like four hours. And I edited and it, I put it out into the public once everything was ready. And yeah, it, it's been a hit so far. It's our highest selling shirt so far. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's an amazing shirt. I really love the design of that. I guess that answers the question of, you know, what was your toughest one? But also, I think that's also one of your favorite ones, right? Your favorite yeah, to work on. Pretty much. I feel like if the process is tough and it makes you think, it's going to come out a lot better than what you think. And you're going to love it exactly. even more because of all the work that you put into it. Exactly. Exactly. You know, what advice has anybody ever given you that really, once they told you that, it's like, wow. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, man. I get told a lot to not eat more than I give, not no, not bite more than I can chew. There you go. Yeah. I get told, you know, don't overwhelm yourself, you know, because sometimes I stress myself out. I'm like, man, we got to push something out. We got to do this. We got to do that. There's just so many things of in a business that you have to make sure are maintenance, make sure that they're up to date, make sure that they're good to go. And sometimes I get so stressed out about it because there's just some things that you can't control. There's some things that, you know, life happens, situations come across that you don't know how to fix and you don't know what to do. But at that point in time, I get told, you know, just calm down, view it from a different perspective. You know, they tell me, uh, make sure that you're going into it with a clear head rather than being all stressed out about it. And that, that's really helped out a lot, honestly. That's probably one of the best advices that I've ever gotten. Right. Because with every design I have, since I'm a perfectionist, it never comes out the way that I want it to. <laughs> yeah. There's always some little minor detail that I'm like, no, I don't like that, you know? And then they're all like, you know, make sure that you, that you know what, exactly what you're doing before you start inputting these ideas and putting them all on paper and stuff. Make sure that you have a plan for it. And that, that's probably the biggest help that I've ever gotten. Right. Is there, is there a design that, you know, you almost gave up on and you're so glad that you did it? Oh, yeah, actually, the very first one that we made. <laughs> so, so at that point in time, I had no idea how to use Photoshop at all. As I told you, like I was just going into into the, the lab room into my in my lunches and just working, seeing what exactly what I could do. And there was something that I wanted to do with the design. I wanted to make it a little bit of a wavy uh, sort of wording, but also have a little bit of a 3D effect to it. So I decided to um, implement like red and white along the sides of it, such as like the old 3D glasses. And the thing that I didn't know how to do is make it wavy. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, man, how can I do this? So I was stressing myself out. I was like, man, I don't think I'm gonna be able to get this. And one of my teachers actually, they saw me, they, they were all like, so what, what are you always doing here? Like, why are you here doing my lunch? <laughs> and I was like, you know, honestly, I've been trying to work on this, but I just don't know how to do it. And from there, they're like, oh, I can tell you how to do that. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> so from there, they, they started like showing me like a bunch of little cool tricks that I've been since then using. And on that one, I was about to give up and they just came over and helped me out. You know, that's probably the only time, you know, actually looking back at that now, in if you never helped me out, there probably wouldn't be a temporary basis right now. Yeah, no, that's crazy. It's just those little things, you know, it's just like, if this were to gone a different direction, this things wouldn't would be so much different. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just really crazy. But you know, I've always, I've seen now that your, your motivation, your passion and everything you're really putting into it. Um, you know, what made you, if you weren't doing what you were doing now, or what made you choose this path? What made you choose this path? Yeah. So I've, I've always been into clothing, you know, I've always wanted to know more about it. I was always interested in, these, you know, higher up fashion brands, but obviously, you know, we, we don't really have, I wasn't really raised that way. I wasn't really um, given those opportunities to have such things like that. 
So, you know, you see all these people, you see artists, big artists, they have all these cool designs. And I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. You know, I, uh, I wish I could get something like that for a little bit of a cheaper price. So, so I started making my own clothes. I, I honestly don't, don't buy that much clothes anymore from the mall or the outlets, whatever the case may be. I, if I want something new, I create it. And that's just the way that it's been. And that's what continues to drive me, just the passion behind that I have of it. Because um, I used to paint a lot. I used to paint a lot. And then I started getting into digital design with the clothing. And I found it a lot easier, a lot faster. And, you know, I, I found it a little bit more intriguing for myself. It, it's what keeps me going, I feel. But if I wasn't in this situation, I mean, um, I'm still planning on, on continuing school. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm graduating with a psychology degree. I want to be a psychiatrist, so that's probably what I'd be focusing on mostly. But it, it, temporary vices, I built it from the ground up. It's like a baby to me. Right, that's what I was gonna tell you too. It's like it's just like your your baby. You know, you can't just let exactly. It. You know, there's always a way for improvement in everything and all you should do. So what's next? You know, what's next for temporary vices? What's some new upcoming things you have going on? Some exciting things? Okay, yeah, no. So we're actually implementing this new design soon. Um, it's going to be called Meet Me in Ecstasy. It's a, a design that I collaborated with another clothing line from here from El Paso called IRC. Um, they've been around for forever. You know, the, I know the guy, uh, his name's Charles. He's a great designer. He has all these crazy ideas, and I love working with him. And this is a design that we've actually made like a year ago or so, and we just haven't put it out yet because we want to make sure that it's the best that it could possibly be yet. So I think that our next design, I'm not exactly too sure, but I do believe that it's by the time you know we get to dropping again, it's going to be that one. Another thing that we were looking forward to is uh, just last year we held our first event. Actually, we decided to create a, a fashion walk. So we got a bunch of models, a total of 20 designs that I had to do, and at the same time we implement like music into it. So we got a warehouse, we got a little crowd, a stage, and local artists that I went ahead and hired to perform. Um, they got on and they were all, they did their thing. And one of the artists was Jordan Taylor. Uh, I've seen the, like usually on your page, she was the second artist that we had. And while she was singing, we had our models walk the stage and we were planning on doing that again this year since, you know, last year it was, it was great. It was crazy. Like a lot of people showed up, a lot of people liked it. It was a new experience. We wanted to do it again this year, but obviously, um, pandemic got in the way. So I don't think it's going to happen this year. Hopefully we're looking at, uh, hopefully March of 2021 if things start to dial down uh, because yeah we're we're expecting to make it bigger than it was last year <laughs> right and that's a really cool idea to have like a a local artist fashion show like mm -hmm. design especially your own design you know like have a temporary vice fashion show that's that's a very cool idea that's very unique so that's pretty cool yeah, um, no, it was super tough. <laughs> yeah. any other things that you have coming up or any exciting yeah, actually, I see Leva went ahead and gave us a little sneak peek of what we have planned. So when we were creating Ghost Flower, uh, he was mentioning to me uh, this, uh, uh, what's it called, a video festival that happens here in El Paso. And he's like, you know, we should really, like, try something here. Because I'm not sure if you've seen the Ghost Flower video. I, you know, we worked yeah. on it countless of hours. Just took forever to make, but it came out at the end. It came out pretty cool. And he's, he's been telling me he wants to make um, a short film. And I, I was interested in the idea. I told him, yeah, we can work on a script. You know, you can tell me exactly what you're looking to do. And I can input my own little twist into it. You know, that little temporary vices twist that we have. And that's something that we're working on. It's going to be called Gentlemen, as, as you can see in the comments. Yeah. It's pretty much 
the little basis of it, it's it's this poker player uh, back in the fifties that you know he he goes in, into this poker match and he is he has a big ego. He says that he's the best in the world. He could beat anybody. And the twist that I told Leva is, what if we make him like play for his regular life? Like, what if we input him against a player, an older player, and have him like be a little bit mysterious? And while they play that poker match, they go into the future. So he's going to be part of the 50s, living in the future, trying to adapt and trying to figure out exactly how to get back. And the way, only way to get back is to beat this person. So that, that's a little bit of, you know, this, I might have yeah, shared a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah I might have shared a little bit too much, but it's, gonna, it's coming up. It's coming up. <laughs> and I saw the shoe for it too. And that's what's pretty cool is that like even your designs or your clothing, they have their own story behind it. Yeah. That's really no. not just a design. Yeah, no, that, that's what I try to implement in all of my designs. I try to make sure that it's not just whatever. I try to make sure that it's something from the heart, something with passion, something that I can make sure that people will like. Uh, so there's a lot of things that I take into consideration, a lot of inspiration. It's, it's a whole process. <laughs> right. Right. No, and like I told you, you got to enjoy the process. It's a game. You know, you got to love exactly. it. Um, you know, the last two questions I really wanted to ask you is, you know, compared to where you're at right now and what are some things that you you know now that you wish you wish you would have known when you first started so when we first started we started off with nothing we had no idea what to do um the main thing that i really want wish i could go back to and say that i i knew is a business strategy you know uh, that's it's whenever you get into something like this you know whenever you start your own line your own business your own creativity you always start to learn the business aspect of things because you're so you know, so close to it, you know, you're so in tune with it. And one of the things that I wish I had learned is that you have to have some sort of plan for the future. Because as mentioned, whenever we dropped the first design, we just stopped because we didn't know what to do next. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't make a plan. We just pretty much dove into it without any sort of hesitation. We were just like, let's do it. Let's try to figure out what we can do. And it, it kind of, you know, it kind of came back at us. We, we didn't know what to do. We were stuck. So a lot of people lost interest along the way. But then right, right away, as soon as we figured something out, came right back. <laughs> right. You, you just wish there was a plan. That's a, very, that's a very interesting thing, too. That's very true. Is, you know, you can't really move forward without a plan. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and that's probably the main thing that I've learned making this, um, being in touch with all these people, networking all these people that have been in the game before I was, they have something to share. They know more about what you're trying to do than you personally do. And that's something that I feel like we, I, I should have taken more into consideration. <laughs> right. Right. And it's, it's a whole going back to, you know, always perfecting your craft is, you know, now, you know, you need to have a plan when you do things. Um, any advice, I mean, that you would give anybody with a similar path, yeah, no, definitely. There's, I wish, you know, there's a whole list that I wish I could go ahead and give out to everybody. But in reality, it all comes down to the passion, making sure that you're there to, for the long run, making sure that you're persistent, making sure that you know exactly what you're doing and why you're doing it. That's pretty much the best thing that you could have. If you have a passion for something, everything will fall into place eventually and you'll, you'll be able to build exactly what you want to build. Right. I think that's, that's, that's a very important thing. And it's, it's very simple to, you know, just be passionate. It's a very simple advice you give, but when you, when you're really doing it, it's, it's go big or go home for me, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, that's the way it's gotta be. You gotta, you gotta risk it in order to figure out exactly how it's going to work out. And so far 
it's been twists and turns. There's been a lot of risk involved. And so far, it's turned out great. And hopefully, it stays that way in the future. <laughs> of course, because, I mean, if you keep working hard, you know, you're going to get even bigger than you were the day yesterday. Exactly. People, uh, people drive towards passion, I feel. It's just natural. If you're passionate about something, other people will see that and be passionate about it as well. Yeah. And even when you have, like, some type of uniqueness in your in your clothing like for example you you don't just have a design like i told you you have a story behind it you know the new one you're coming up with and all that it's just the very unique designs you make and the stories that you create it's not just like a story you get off of a book but you create a story exactly and, you know, that'd be really interesting to wear and be like hey where'd you get that shirt well actually you know it has this story yeah behind it. <laughs> you know, it has There's more behind it it has more interest into it and that's so that's really cool that you do all that well xavier before we let you go though i mean is there anything else that you would like to share anything else that you want to yeah pretty pretty much if anybody you know is looking to have a dream such as this if you're looking to have any sort of creative um impact on the world just make sure that you stick at it you know there's people around you that are willing to support you know i really like the idea behind this podcast because you're exposing people Mm -hmm. uh you're getting them the exposure you know it's something great Uh, i love the whole concept of it as soon as i saw it i'm like yeah that sounds great let's do it um you know so i really want to push people out there to express their ideas you know just just with that shirt where me and Leva made dare to imagine make sure that you you're able to push yourself behind besides just the regular life because with art it feels as if you're walking into a different world something completely different and that's something that I feel everybody should be able to experience if they, they have the desire to right yeah and like like you said art is just something that there's no limit to it exactly. literally like I've seen some crazy artists come up with crazy things um going to the the showcasing in the Galleria, there's an artist named Pirlo and he comes from Juarez and it's just, his artwork is very, very crazy. You know, it's just crazy what people come up with in their ideas in their head. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like everybody has some sort of creativity inside them, you know, whatever the case may be, anybody can create something that they set their minds to. And in, in a way or another, it'll be unique in their own, in their own way. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Mr. Um, Xavier, you know, I want to thank you for coming on to the show. Um, go ahead and tell the audience, you know, where, where can they find you? Where can they see your work? Where can they buy some of your stuff if they're interested in it? Yeah. So we're currently working on a website, you know, uh, that's probably the hardest thing that I've been doing because I'm, as mentioned, I'm a perfectionist and whenever I don't like something, I just can't put it out there. So we're currently work, working on a website at the moment. We are currently sold out, unfortunately, but we're planning on upping stocks soon and they could go ahead and find us anywhere. You know, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Uh, we have a YouTube channel where we put all our marketing videos, our behind the scenes, uh, we're pretty much anywhere. <laughs> if anybody would like to reach out as well, if anybody would like to get any uh, suggestions, feel free to do so. Any, any work, any ideas that they would like to bounce off, that's great. You know, anything like that. Love, love. I love to create things. I love to input my own little twist into things. So feel free to pretty much do anything with that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, Xavier, I appreciate the time for you to coming on to this podcast. You know, being one of our special guests. Um, so for everybody watching on our Instagram live and um tuning in live and anybody listening on the podcast later on um go ahead and show him some love you know go ahead and show some temporary advice um love on his page mr xavier contreras um you guys want to reach out to him you know learn more about what it is to design and make art and create a clothing brand um and show some love to our creative community you know um i appreciate you uh, mentioning as well what we're doing as well oh yeah definitely it's great (laughs) i love it yeah so um i want to thank everybody for tuning in and we'll let you go mr xavier but um Again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Sounds great. Well, you have a great one, all right?